Welcome to the Bro and Joe podcast. Starring Sammy. Wait. <laughs> and Jody. <laughs> Joe. Sammy and Jody. Coming Jody. through the Bro to Joe Kapaka. No. Bro, bro is Brody. Joe Bro is, is Jody. Me, Sammy. Yes. If you haven't listened to any other ones, but yeah. Welcome back. Or welcome Or welcome back. for the first time. Welcome That'd back be to really the channel. Who's no. going to listen to this one first? What? That's weird. I said, who's going to listen to this one first? I don't know. Someone. Someone might. might. Hey, you guy. Hey, <laughs> or girl. Hey, you guy, girl. I meant guy as in like dude. Which is... <laughs> Hey you dudes. Know. Oh, did I just burp? You did like burp. <laughs> involuntary. Um, this is great. All right, today is the day we're going to go over our faith stories. We're going to go through where we were, where we <laughs> went, and where we have going to be now. The way you're saying that, I can also barely hear you. Yeah. So I thought you said fate stories, um, not faith stories. I'm sorry. That's fine. Why are you apologizing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it makes me feel sad. You should apologize to the listeners and not me. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Sam didn't hear me. Um, okay. Well, I guess I guess I'm going to go first. <clears throat> yep. Is that what you want me to do? Is that what you want me to do? You may go first. Because before we started, you said, quote, I don't want to go first. And I just want to make sure that means you want me to don't go first. Don't want to go first. Or do you want me to not go first either? Because you said I don't want to go first. You know, hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. It's That's it today. Da, 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 da. No, Brody, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> so, um, there's going to be some similarities here, I think, between me and Sam. Um, because... We're siblings, and we grew up in the same home. So, I have been going to church since forever. Since the inception of me, I have been in church. Um, and so, I wasn't really too serious about it. Um, and it was just, like, something I did. And there were friends there, and I like going there. I liked going to school because there were friends there, and I liked going to church because there were friends there. And then um, and then my friends started to not go to church as much, and one of them moved away. He moved mm-hmm. to Arkansas, and so that was kind of the last bit of me staying at church was him being there. So then I stopped going to church. And so I held a very... Um, moralistic view on things where like I still held to like some biblical standards but the others I just kind of you know I just did whatever I wanted there you wasn't know? like a relationship there yeah there wasn't a relationship yeah. and so I was being uh I don't know some stuff I was like oh I have to like I thought to myself I have to marry a girl who believes in God but I might as well have not believed because <laughs> my relationship wasn't there you know <clears throat> I was just like was morally good or i tried to be morally good rather yeah like a worldly good person yeah like i was trying to be worldly good yeah um and so yeah i just really wasn't feeling it i was like this isn't for me i don't think i want to you know i believe but i don't need to I, i'm like a like a lot of people i meet 
on the street who are like, oh, I believe, but I don't need to go or, or, mm-hmm. you know, I did my time in church. I'm good now, you know, yeah. which is like not a relationship or at least not a good one. Yeah. Um, so it was two years that I didn't go to church from, um, 2015 to 2017 or so. And then Thomas moved back into town and every time he would visit, I'd go like to church with him on like Christmas or whatever, whenever he'd be visiting, mm-hmm. um, I'd go. But besides that, I didn't go. So then Thomas moved back in town and he, um, and then he invites me to this, uh, this young life thing and I go to it. Whoa. And let's you go to yeah, it. And once I go to this young life <laughs> thing, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a quick break for our ads. No, I'm going <laughs> to. Um, I am going to backtrack to high school because I forgot about this part. Okay. So I was dating this girl for like a week. I remember that <laughs> vividly. <laughs> and, um, and a rumor got started that she like slept with some guy, which was like not cool, you know? Yeah. And so whether or not, I, I, and it wasn't really out of the realm of possibility for her, I thought, um, at the time. So... I was like, man, this sucks. Like, how could she do that? So then after we, like, broke up, she was like, hey, can we talk about it? And I was like, you can say whatever you want to say, but I don't want to, like, meet with you or anything. And then she never said anything. And then, like, a couple weeks later, I texted her and I said, I hope you find God and I hope some someday we can be friends. Um, mm-hmm. And even though I was, like, barely not or not really like even, even a believer. In, yeah. yeah. But, like, I was trying to get her to go to church and stuff because she – and that's when I was still going, I guess. But, yeah. um because she was like, oh, you're a good person, and you probably shouldn't date me because I'm a bad person. And I was like, well, do you want to... I was like, if you think I'm a good person, then you want me to help you try and be a good person based on how I live my life or whatever? Yeah. And she was kind of like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I said that. I said, I hope someday you find God, and I hope someday we can be friends. So then I go to this Young Life thing again in 2015. Mm-hmm. No, twenty. 17 2015 is when we broke up 2017 thomas invites me to this young life thing and i oh i decide that i'm not gonna go and so i get home and you and mom weren't home and it was the day after sassy had died and i was like yeah and tony wasn't home either so it was like nobody so i was like man sassy was our old dog by the way yeah best dog just to specify who sassy is yeah sassy not sissy yeah Um, (laughs) thank god (laughs) so sassy had just passed away and so I was feeling really sad and I was like, man, I don't want to be alone. And normally at that point, at least I was, I was alone all the time, kind of, mm-hmm. um, which now I don't like being alone at all. Yeah. Which is um, insane to think about. <laughs> um, but I mean, even back then I wasn't really like alone. I was like, yeah. I was just like distracting myself with YouTube or, um, watching yeah. movies or TV shows or or playing video games with friends, which wasn't me being alone. Yeah. And I had, like, a couple of things that I did weekly that I saw people. But now it's, like, I'm really just never... I'm spending my time with people, you know? Yeah. And I feel like spending my time alone in most in most scenarios, at least for me personally. I'm not saying this for everybody. But for me personally, it's, like, a waste of time to spend time alone um, unless I'm explicitly like reading the bible or praying or yeah something like that like if i'm if i'm extroverted person and you want to be around people a lot yeah so so 
I get invited to this Young Life thing and I decide, okay, I'm really sad. I guess I'll go. I was like, if it's close, I'll go. And we lived all the way in Doosan. It was like <laughs> the likelihood of it being close was like zero. Zero. <laughs> but it yeah. was. It was way down um, Johnson. It was close to us. So it was probably less than 10 minutes away. Wow. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go. A sign from the Lord. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And so I show up and it wasn't even like a Young Life event. It was literally, literally just planning the meeting like or like a planning meeting like oh we're gonna do this on this day and this on this day and this is how the semester is gonna go huh. and so i like got to meet some people that, that like i kind of knew in high school but wasn't really like close with or anything and i was like okay cool they do this so it's like i could do this yeah and meet some other people who i didn't get to meet in high school but were good friends with those people and i was like okay so then they talked about the events that were going on and like a trivia night was happening on or it's like monday was citywide was happening so they were going to that mm-hmm. and the tuesday was um <clears throat> a trivia night so i went to i was like okay yeah i'm gonna go to that and so citywide happens and i'm like yeah i'll go to that that's cool and so i go but i was really nervous because i didn't want to be around a bunch of people so i get my friend dax to come with me and he's like not a christian at all so mm-hmm. um he's just there to support me even though it's like a worship night um and so but yeah. we show up and we're like i'm just like looking around and i look and like as i'm turning my head i'm like wait a minute did i just see who i think i saw i thought i saw the girl who like oh, yeah. the terrible breakup was with yeah and i was like oh no i can't handle this <laughs> like I'm, oh, no. i already am like stressed out with yeah. all these people around um and nervous and everything there's no way I could handle that. So like, I'm, I just nonchalantly like turn back the other way and I'm like, yep, that was her. And so then we go into the venue and I'm like, okay, she'll probably just be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but I realized she's with somebody who is like with our friends and stuff. I turned and like saw her and I was like, oh man. So I was like, okay, I guess it'll be fine. Cause she's probably going to be on the different side of the venue. Yeah. And then the person she came with, like walks up to us. She's like, oh, this is where we normally stand. And I, but she hadn't walked up yet. Only the friend came up. Uh, so I'm like, oh no I was like I turned to Dax and I'm like I can't do this we have to leave and so we left and he was fine with leaving because he's like yeah I don't want to be here anyway (laughs) and so we left and we just like talked it through and I was like man this is you know this is weird because like I want to go to these young life things but I don't know how to confront this like situation yeah and so um then trivia night was the next night and I was like I'm gonna go to trivia night and if she's there then I'll talk to her about it but it just wasn't like something I wanted to talk to her about last night Mm-hmm. so then we go to trivia night and she's there um but we don't talk during trivia night there's a like hangout after mm-hmm. um so we go to sonic after and so we all like get there at sonic and i like find her and like as she's ordering so i'm like oh let me not say anything and she's like oh, 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 looking at me looking at the <laughs> yeah. order screen and she's like one second and so she orders and then we sit by ourselves at a table and everybody else is sitting like at two tables or whatever um and so we talk it out for like a whole hour and a half or however long we were there like basically she rode with her friend and i rode with thomas and they both had to go to sleep for or they had to both like go study for school stuff and we were like still talking and like okay well i'll see you later you know but we got to talking and just like kind of resolved everything and um the rumors weren't true she had never cheated or anything Mm -hmm. but she saw how angry and upset i was so she was just like i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. you know deal with it um but in that conversation i remembered me saying I hope someday you find God and I hope someday we can yeah. be friends. And I thought about it like, whoa, like I didn't pray it, you know, yeah. like explicitly pray it, but it was kind of like an answered prayer because she was yeah. like going to Young Life stuff and was getting serious about faith and 
now we were friends and I was yeah. like this is crazy and so it really just like made me think oh god mm-hmm. is like active in yeah in our lives and so I need to do something about this and so I started going to church like every Sunday and then like learning more and studying more and being part of a small group um and then uh like still hanging out with those friends and I kind of wanted more and I continued to want more and then I went to hang out with one of my friends for his birthday and we were we went out of town to his uncle's house and when we came back uh it was gonna like we we were coming back Sunday morning for church and I was like well instead of going to my church and like getting up earlier and leaving before you guys I'll just go to church with y'all tomorrow and then leave at the same time and it'll be you know I'll just Mm -hmm. come visit this week and so so I went to their church and I was and I was like stunned with how different and like how much deeper it felt than the church that I was going to so I was like whoa this is like insane and the series it was the first week of a series called how to be a man and I was like man I really enjoyed this one and I probably do need to learn how to be a man. So let me like probably do need to learn how to be a man. Yeah. So let me learn. (laughs) Let me like keep coming to this. Yeah. Um, So I went. So I started going there and I was going to both for a couple weeks and I was like, whatever. And I stopped going to the other church. Oh, there was something else. No, before that um, on Easter Sunday, there was like another. So with the same girl, I was just kind of I was hanging out with her too much. Like, mm. I guess I still had feelings for her or whatever, and it wasn't really resolved properly. Yeah. And um, she yeah. told me something about her that was, like, very um, serious, mm-hmm. and I felt like I couldn't, like, keep to myself, so I needed to tell somebody. I'm like, I need you to tell your mom, and she's like, my mom doesn't care, and I was like, I need you to tell her, and then she's like, fine, I'll tell her, and the way she responded made me feel like either she wasn't going to tell her or, like whatever mm-hmm. so I was like I don't feel like you're gonna tell her so I have to tell her so I told her mom all the serious stuff and she reacted like her set she said her mom would in like you don't know my daughter blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay I just needed to say that and so before I said that um she said I don't ever want to talk to you again if you tell my mom and so I was like okay that's fine because I'd rather you get the help you need than me you know yeah it, at least in some way because I have no idea what I'm doing yeah um so <clears throat> yeah I did that and then um then I like we went to the same church and so I went on Easter Sunday and I was like still kind of in this weird zone like I felt like I had feelings for her and everything and then the the sermon was the same like Easter sermon we always hear which mm-hmm. is Jesus died and rose on the third day. Yeah. Um but I had heard it like differently that time which was like the stone that was in front of like Jesus's tomb it took 10 men to move so something that like takes a would take you know it's like a metaphor so it doesn't it's not one-to-one but something that a man can't move at all like God can move in an instant like Jesus just burst open the door and and did it and then um also sometimes he closes the door Mm -hmm. and sometimes he opens the door Mm -hmm. and so it was just kind of like oh I can't do and it kind of gave me like two foundational things which is like I can't do anything without God because Mm -hmm. he can do things that I could never do without him Mm -hmm. and that like it was done between me and her and I was Mm -hmm. like and something else was gonna come like this door was closed and another door would open and I just like 
And that's the first time I really felt like God was speaking to me. And I was yeah. like, this is amazing. And it's like, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's really when I felt like the radical change. Um, and so since then, it's been a ever increasing, um, ever increasing cutting things out that I don't think are proper or studying more proper. or reading books or whatever, like reading books towards, you know, mm-hmm. Christ-centered things. Um, and studying more and being more involved in church and small groups and, and stuff. So it's just been like a complete conversion from that point of like the Bible is, the Bible is objectively true. And so I live by that objective truth. Um, and Christ died for me and I believe that. So I want to do everything I can, you know, he loves me. So out of love, I, you know, I love him. So I want to do everything I can to do that nice and that's where i'm at that's good it's awesome thanks for sharing yeah well go ahead <laughs> all righty i will go now um Let's see. Where shall I start? The day I was born. April 18th, 1999. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> Don't know what time or day. <laughs> um, no, uh, so, um, my, my story, it, it definitely looks different than yours, for sure. Even though we are siblings and we did grow up in the same home, there is, I think in my story is a big difference. I think in, um, there's just been a lot, it's just been a roller coaster ride for me, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not, not everything is going to be perfect and, you know, not every relationship is perfect and neither is your relationship with the Lord. It can't be perfection because you are not perfection and, yeah. you know, so it's been a roller coaster for me. So, but I can start when I first, um, gave my heart to Christ was uh, in third grade at <laughs> the breakfast table. <laughs> Mom was like, honey, would you like to put your your faith and trust in Jesus? And I was like, honestly, yeah, sounds really good. Because <laughs> like we first started going to the bayou and I was hearing all about it. And I, I was like, you know, this sounds cool. I believe this. I think it's it's true. As a third grader, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, that at the dinner table, um, mom like led me to Christ and like, which was, is awesome to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were there and then me and you got baptized together. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. When I was 11. Yeah. And I was eight. It yeah. was December 28th, 2008. I remember Miss Carol asking me, <laughs> like sitting me down and being like, do you mean, you know, this means like complete like your life is gonna be you know you're gonna have a relationship with christ and i mean it's like i was agreeing to everything she was saying but i didn't understand it i guess and i was just like yeah yeah for sure man i am 100 i like coming to this church and having fun (laughs) yeah but um i that's all i remember um about that as far as being a child but there was a lot of uh very bad things about my childhood that like 
shaped, you know, how I thought and, and, you know, how I acted. And, um, so, you know, my relationship with my dad is, is, is not really there. Mm -hmm. Um, just because, you know, if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't, but you know, my dad is an alcoholic and, and when I was a kid, there was a lot of rough stuff that happened, a lot of rough stuff I saw, um, you know, it, it, there was never really a, he was never really a father figure as far as I, um, could tell. Um, and I didn't really know that that was, you know, tr- like I didn't, I didn't get that he, he wasn't like what a father was supposed to be until maybe like middle school. Um, cause mm-hmm. I, I went to church growing up, like we both did. I mean, mom took us to church like every Sunday. And then when we moved to Lafayette, we started the Bayou and I was there all the time I volunteered and you know it was that thing where like you go to church but there's no relationship there you just go to go and your mm-hmm. friends are there and you know I just liked going there it was a place I feel I felt very safe um and it just was like my second home and it kind of still is um but um so I think around middle school is when I was like I'm like my friends have like a dad that is like in the house their parents are still together like or their dad you know doesn't drink that much or he doesn't go to jail and like he's like all the things that like my father isn't and I was very confused and very angsty and very like hormones were like everywhere in middle school and you just are trying to figure out who you are and your place and um so I was very resistant for going to church like I went but when I was outside of church I I like there was you know alcohol foul language doing things middle schoolers probably shouldn't do and Mm -hmm. hanging out with people you shouldn't hang out with and um I was just doing that and then going to church so it was just kind of this like double life kind of thing um and uh I had no relationship with him um as in the Lord, him, the Lord. Um, capital H, him. At capital H, him. <clears throat> um, so I was still trying to navigate, like, finding out that, and, like, looking back at my childhood and, like, the trauma that, like, it caused me and how it affected me growing up. Um, and I had to deal with that in middle school and, like, finally understanding that that's, like, not right and it wasn't a good thing. Um And then fast forward to maybe like freshman year, uh, I started going to church more and more. I think Justin Head kind of was just like one of the reasons why I kept going, like him and Sean Walker. um, I just felt very influenced by them, uh, the way they'd speak on Sundays Mm -hmm. and things like that. And the friends that I had that were... um, Like I didn't go to school with, but they were just my church friends. Like they were they started to like speak into my life very like well like they just encouraged me a lot and like made me feel like I wasn't alone and people at school and like friends outside of school didn't do that for me and they just led me to other things that didn't matter and Mm -hmm. it was like that didn't help me at all yeah um and I started like doing this uh volunteer it was like this volunteer group or like this little group that we had like Justin Head led with uh, me and a couple of other friends that I still have in my life, but we would all sit in a circle and like after like services or after like 
Wednesday night small groups and we'd just talk about things and just have a little small group there. And like, it really impacted me and I was like, oh man, I want to be here more. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't have a specific moment where I was like, yeah, like this is it. Um, but it like, and that gen- like in eighth grade, cause that was in eighth grade and then ninth grade rolled around and I had this friend, um, Parker Rivera, which a lot of people know, mm-hmm. um, and loved. And it was, uh, he, uh, he ended up passing away in uh no not ninth grade but 10th grade um which ninth grade I think was just a breeze I mean one of my friends had passed away in ninth grade and that was just kind of like a that hit me really hard because I was like well I didn't even talk to her about God ever yeah and like she was one of I spent every day like almost every day with her at lunch and class and like we were pretty good friends and like when she passed away like very suddenly um like didn't expect it at all like that was something that really impacted me and I was like I mean I've got to share this more because like I don't know what where she is and like it was very like I blame myself a lot for like you know where she ended up or like things like that so then that's when I started like going more to church and like trying to figure out how to um like deal with with her death and stuff and then um and then I was I was still friends with Parker and stuff like that and then sophomore year Parker passed away but that one was different because Parker was one of like one of the best humans I've ever met in my life he was very um if you knew him personally or if you knew him at all there was uh he was very spirited you know joyful had so much peace even in the situation he was in and even being as sick as he was, uh, he still had that joy inside of him and that came from the Lord and he expressed that everywhere he went. Um, and so when he passed away, he reached a lot of people. Um, and so it kind of shifted the way I was like, well, Parker left such a big impact on people because, you know, of what the Lord did through him. Um, and so that also shaped my relationship with the Lord and I was like, man, like the Lord can do that through someone and impact people through people so like big and just use someone to do such great things. And so I was like, man, I, I want to get into this more. Like it just kept like making me want to dive more into um, what the Lord has to offer. And of course, like I was dealing with stuff with my dad throughout high school too. I mean, it was always a back and forth relationship and Um, so that also impacted my relationship with the Lord. And I was just like, I don't know how to like not have a, like, I was very frustrated because I didn't feel like I had a dad. Mm -hmm. And so when I think one of my small group leaders was like, well, you know, you have a heavenly father and, um, it was like, you're holding this this resentment towards your dad mm-hmm. um and you know jesus forgave and it's not about your dad it's just about you and so i think one summer in high school i finally was just like okay i'm gonna give it to you god i forgive my dad um for everything he's done or he's put me through or he hasn't done for me and then i was like you're my dad 
you know, I was just like, God, you're my dad, um, mm-hmm. because you are what a father is. And so, um, that really shaped, and I think that was like also sophomore year, like a camp, like a camp experience I probably had. And I was like, yeah, this is it. <clears throat> and, um, so that's one of the things that fully shapes my relationship with the Lord is that one, he's like my father figure, number yeah. one. Um, and he sent me many, um, men, godly men in my life that are like father figures or like brothers that are just like speaking to my life very well and like shows me what a man of God really looks like, which I'm very thankful for. Um, so yeah. Um, and then (laughs) after sophomore year, I kind of just kept going to church, volunteering. I interned at my church and, uh, joined small groups and did all of that. And, um, and then I graduated high school and I kind of just uh, falled off the, <laughs> falled off the, um, fell off I, the wagon. wagon. I can't, <laughs> I don't know if I fell off the <laughs> wagon, but I just, the I didn't, wagon collapsed. I didn't have direction after high school. And I think that really affected yeah. uh, my, like, I just didn't have a path. I felt like I was going down and I kind of like for a few months I was very lost and I, I didn't turn to the Lord initially, which, um, was the wrong decision is not turning to the Lord because that's what you should do first. Um, but a couple months passed by and then mom said something to me and she was like, and I don't even know if she remembers, but this was in like 2018 maybe. She was like, and I, at this point in my life, I was like, no job, no, no college, no house of my own. Like I w- had no plans at all. I wasn't doing anything. Like I was just sitting around for months, not doing anything. Cause I didn't, you know, feel like I could, I very had a lot of self doubt and stuff. And I was just like, I can't do anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so mom being the amazing woman she is. Uh, she's just like in passing. It was just kind of like an in passing moment. She was just kind of like, like, um, maybe you should just pray about it. You know, like, like, uh, and being very soft spoken because she, sometimes I'm very like, I can be very aggressive and very like defensive. And so sometimes it's hard to approach me. And I know that about myself. Um, but she was just kind of like. I know you've been like sitting around and just being home and like, um, you know, no, it's very hard for you and, but maybe you should just pray about it and talk to God about it. Um, cause she know, like, I mean, she knows I was a part of church. I mean, like it was, it was a known thing that I had a relationship with the Lord. Like, yeah, you know, it was, and, and she was like, well, have you prayed about it? You know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hi, I have not, I've not even consulted with God about my life, which mm-hmm. is in, insane for me to say now mm-hmm. because it just feels insane to me. And so, yeah, mom said that. And then like, I was like, okay, well, maybe I should try that. And, um, so like the next day I like started praying and then I prayed for a long time of like, I need direction. I need, I need help finding what I need next. I need you to guide me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started going to church more and then I started volunteering a lot. And then that's what led me to get a job at the Bayou. Um, and 
So my relationship started getting better and I joined small group and kind of got back in it. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, and then, you know, fast forward to now, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's been a, it's been a weird time. There's been, you know, different jobs and, you know, different things I've experienced, but, um, I think now if I describe my relationship with the Lord is, is, you know, one, he's my father, um, above all else to, uh, he is the one I look to first if I'm making any decision in my life. Um, because I've learned the hard way of not consulting him first and being stuck somewhere or in a place where I don't want to be for a long time because I'm, I'm not having an active relationship with him. Um, three, that community is very important. Church is very important. Um, in your walk, uh, being surrounded by people, joining a small group is very important. Um, reading your, reading scripture is very Mm -hmm. important, you know, um, and just talking to God in general is important. Mm -hmm. Um, not just reading your Bible, but talking to God. Yeah. Um, you know, being, you know, vocal and, you know, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, that it's just, it's, it's been really good, and um, I, I've grown a lot since I was a kid, Yeah, and I've been through a lot of things, and there's been a lot of <laughs> forgiveness and a lot of um, mercy and grace put upon me from the Lord, because, you know, I've, I've fallen short, and I've been led astray, but He's always brought me back, um, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Yeah. It was a good timeline, but it was just kind yeah. of like it's just that's just how it is now and that's just my testimony. I mean, I couldn't really do life without God. Yeah. It it doesn't seem very fathomable to me. Yeah. Like personally, like I could not do it. Mm-hmm. Like people can, but I like there's no point for me to not do life without the Lord. I agree. So I believe it. I believe Jesus. I believe, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would, uh, I would go back to saying everything that you said is very important. I would say is essential. Like essential. it is essential to have a community. It really it is. It's essential to have um, commune with to commune with God on a daily basis. Yeah. It is essential to be um, soaked in His Word. It is essential to live by the Spirit. It's not like. To be a Christian is a non-negotiable. Non to to be a Christian is non-negotiable. To be indwelling with God. Yeah. You know. Um. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. Is just yeah. W- still wanting to do what they want to do and have. Yeah. You know Jesus where put put Jesus where they want him. Yeah. And then do what they want to do. And that's <clears throat> where our imperfection lies, though, because mm-hmm. we are sinful mm-hmm. you know and we're never going to be perfect but that's what jesus died for yeah so if you have if you if you understand the and if you understand that if you understand that we're all sinful but despite that we have to strive for god and not just embrace our sinfulness yeah that's where you know you're mm-hmm. at it doesn't it doesn't matter where you're at in your walk, whether you don't know anything about the Bible or you know a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what's essential is knowing 
that we're sinful. He died for us and believing that and loving him for that and living your life for him because of that. Yeah. By grace through, so by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, from his word alone, for his glory alone, Mm -hmm. which are the five solas, if you know what those are. Five solas. (laughs) Five solas. Is that what I said? I don't know. Like, that's what it sounded like. Five solas. solas. Five. It's not like a Harry Potter thing. Five. But yeah. Those are, that's it. Yeah. It's, I mean. It's a short one-ish, because once I edit it, it'll be probably five minutes shorter. But yeah. But, um. Those are those are our stories. This, that's that's a part of who we are. All right. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys, and listening to our stories, testimonies. Um, so here's uh, our verse of the pod. Um, verse of the pod. Yeah. Ephesians two, eight through nine says, "For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from our, yourselves; it is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast." Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, see you guys next time. Thanks Our, for thanks for being here thanks, this time. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram, Burrow and Joe Podcast. We have a new logo. We have a new Shout logo. Shout outs to Fob. Hate him, Fob. Making that logo. In Ferb. Ferber. Ferber. It's really cool. It's thanks, got dude. Scooters on it and electricity. It's got our razor scooters. And it's got our name. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Anyway. Yeah, I said I said thank I texted him. I was like, Hey, thanks for doing that. It looks so cool. He's like, Oh yeah, I figured I'd just throw something together for y'all real quick and Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's just he just does graphic stuff. So yeah. anyway. But yeah, awesome. Thanks and Thanks for listening. Uh check us out next time. Bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Yeah, bye. Here's a little blooper for um Everybody who stayed near the end, I uh, checked the text message during the middle of the podcast. So here's that interaction. Um, so I, <laughs> sorry, just one sec. Ooh, it's a break. It's a little timeout time. For Brody to answer um, a text. <laughs> sorry. Um.